Welcome to the Trailer Island Podcast. I'm Alex, I'm joined by... Steve. And Matthew. And we compare films in their trailers. Did the trailer... No, did the film <laughs> deliver what the trailer promised? Correct. Yeah, so we make those little comparisons. Were we lied to? Were we told the truth? Were we, you know... Do they overpromise, underpromise, overdeliver, underdeliver? We'll sort it out. Although most of the time, we kind of forget to do that. Uh, well, yeah, it depends on the movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, yes, now uh, I am Alex and I sound, I think I sound pretty ill. I got the fever. Yeah. yeah. I you got the, I, the island fever. Yeah. yeah. Scurvy. I've been calling it a disco fever. Ah, uh, yes. Well, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So I do apologize for these dulcet nasal tones. <laughs> Uh, but yes, anyway, we are, yes, we do the trailer and podcast, that's, so uh, I've done all those things, yep, cool. Um, is that right? Are you, are, are you, you suffering from you sunstroke? Okay? I'm a bit toasty, and then I'm a bit cold, you know. Ah, uh, so, feverish, feverish. Feverish, perhaps. Feverish. Uh, I think we need to take it to the, the island GP. Are you, are no, you, not the crab. That, that's a new character we can introduce. <laughs> are you all vaxxed up? Uh, no, not currently. Okay. Currently. That's no, all right. No, Pity. But, We'll get there. We will get there. Anyway, uh, this very what a what a weird start. <laughs> yeah, what a very strange start to the podcast. We can't have that. Stop it. Um, this is what happens when we let someone drunk on cough medicine run this thing. Yeah, I know. It's, Which it's, is usually me. Uh, it's a serious problem. I mean, we've tried to, you know, not say it directly to your face because you cry. But um, I think it's, we're at a point where it must be addressed. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, let's address it with Alex first. Yeah, sure, if that's easier to, uh, for you to role play first. Let's dunk his head in the ocean, get him sobered up. Yeah. See if he can see any fish people down there. Yeah. Is he sober enough to, to tell us what movie we're doing this yeah. week? Oh, do I get to do the movie? Yeah, why, yeah, why not? not? Oh, that's a bit exciting. Well, this week we're doing a... Wait, is it on Disney? Yeah, it's a Pixar film. It's a Pixar film. Hmm. It's streaming on Disney+. Plus. This is Luca. Underdogs have to look out for each other, right? Underdogs! This is going to be the best summer ever. We'll ride down every road. See the whole world together. It'll be amazing. (laughs) But there's just one thing. Whoa. Uh Whoa, 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 wait. Did you see that? No one can find out. Please don't take my sunshine Where did you boys say you were from? <laughs> a fun fact uh, that uh, young Luca looks like a a young Steve back in the back when before time ruined <laughs> did, did, me. Did, did you did you relate to this movie on as a reliving your childhood? No, it just looked like me when but I was okay. a young child. Now, what that trailer does, and if you can't physically see that trailer. 
it doesn't actually uh, tell you in a oral format that they are they transform into sort of sea creatures mm-hmm. when they get wet. And the start of that trailer is they are in human form mm-hmm. and then they fall into water and it's no surprise to them because they know that they live under the sea. Uh, that they're actually these uh, sea creatures that the land people are actively hunting. Is that is that correct? That, that is right. And, and the interesting thing about that is the movie starts in the completely opposite yeah. way, which yeah. is you're introduced to them as sea monsters yeah. first. So I thought it was interesting that they, yeah, it's it's the trailer kind of makes it, you know, I guess for promotional purposes, the 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 mechanic every Pixar film has a mechanic you know like Cars Bugs Life they're all insects etc Toy Story it is this trailer has you asking being a Pixar movie what's this one going what's its special thing how's it going to inspire an existential crisis <laughs> in me today <laughs> and, and then it and it and it shows you but then the film starts with that mechanic if that makes sense mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting trade off mm. in the, in the marketing of this was to withhold that information for until almost the end of the trailer. Before telling you, oh, by the way, this is the the special Pixar thing is they turn into sea monsters. Well, you don't really know what the what why the film is a thing until you realise that they are these sea creatures. You That's know what right. I mean? Like yeah. the trailer, you'd be like, why? Okay, it's some young kids and they're excited about exploring the world, but they're not really facing any issues. What's the story about? Ah, oh, okay, they're sea creatures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other curious bit of the marketing on this film is. Unlike every other Disney Plus new release, this one isn't hid behind a paywall. No, it no. isn't. This, if you've got Disney Plus, you do not have to pay anything yeah. extra for a, for a new release. Did this get released in cinemas? I believe it had a limited r- release. Not here in, a, in our country, but what I believe overseas it did. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely limited, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, the, the, the trailer says from the creators of Inside Out and oh, what other films? Uh, Coco, T- Toy, Toy Story. Story. Mm-hmm. Is this because we hear about so often about uh, Pixar projects being something in the, t- someone in the team has an idea yeah. and that gets off the ground because this is very much a standalone film. Like mm-hmm. it just, ex- mm. it doesn't exist as part of any other storyline that we're aware of so far. Unlike Toy Story where there's four films, uh, cars where there's cars, and then there's planes, there's those different universes. This is a standalone piece. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I don't know that it's the best one that they've ever made. No, I don't think so either, but this is a new director to the, to the Pixar team as well, I think. Um, Enrico Casarosa has sort of worked on other parts of Pixar films, yeah. but this is his first directorial debut right for, okay for a and, film. and you know i'm trying to work out for me like where does it fall flat because we all sort of have this same sort of vibe we're all like eh, yeah it didn't blow us or like it has fantastic bits mm. in it but i just wonder is this what's what's missing from this what it's, is normally a magical mix of things for pixar it's a very basic story that's all it is it's it's really like it's fish out of water and it's about two boys trying to win a bicycle race. You know? Quite literally a fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, not really um, deep. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to jump in here before it gets, you know, too out of hand. Um, but uh, it's, I, I was reading about the, the director again. He's, he's new to the Pixar scene. This is him and he, he, the, his best friend when he was a child was also called Alberto, the name of the best friend in this movie. It is literally, it's not meant to be a very subtle 
metaphor. He's basically telling, retelling the story of how he felt as a child, being mm. a bit of an outsider. And he had this best friend, Alberto, who apparently um, made him feel less like an outsider. And, I th- and that's where this film has come from. Nice. But a- as a result, that's really nice. That's really sweet. But I think as a result, I'm being very cynical here, by the way. I'm not saying this is makes it a bad movie. It's just like we say, each Pixar film has that sort of signature. In this one, I think the signature for, for this director is that relationship yeah. more than the fact that they can turn into sea monsters. That's kind of just mm. a visual metaphor to help put his point across, I think. I think there's probably a lack of twists and turns as well. I, yeah. Uh, any other Pixar film, uh, there's always this sort of third act sort of turning on the head, you know, Toy Story 3, where they leave the kindergarten and they go on this big road trip to the dump. Other Pixar films are a lot like that as well. Monsters, Inc. is a good example yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one is, like I said, straightforward. It's it's very much yeah. like, it, it is very much a kid's film. It's very self-contained, yeah. isn't it? Now, we should probably talk about what the plot of the film is. So, we're introduced to Luca, who is the mm-hmm. t- titular character. And he has, he lives under the sea with his parents and his grandma. He's a sea creature. So I don't know why I thought a little mermaid there. Well, I know why, because of the lyric, but sorry. <laughs> under the sea. Please, please continue. Sebastian Crab, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crab Sebastian. Crab Sebastian. Crab Sebastian. <laughs> so I completely derailed you, Alex. I'm so Does sorry. Does not appear in this film. <laughs> uh, and he has dreams of going above the surface. I can't remember if they just know that they can transform, like... He, he doesn't. His parents do. And I think they've been withholding that information from their son as a means of protection. That, that's right. Because he sort of ventures... Oh, no. Alberto is swimming around. He sort of follows Alberto because Alberto's collecting... Yes. Uh, yes. Things of humans that have dropped... Like, not bits of human, but like, you know... <laughs> that's a much darker movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would have... Uh, well, anyway, uh, human rubbish and he's collecting it. And he just, he just sees him jump out of the water. Yeah. And so, is that what happens? Yeah, he's doing it. Well, back to Little Little Mermaid. He's yeah. doing an aerial. Yeah, he's uh, collecting human things because he's fascinated with them. And this is a non-romantic buddy version of, of the Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> and uh, Luca finds himself out of water, and he transforms into a human. Yeah, which is uh, actually I thought quite entertaining when he was yeah. coming mm-hmm. to groups of you know having hair and, and understanding walk. how to yeah. walk and anything. Yeah. And Alberto is very adept to this lifestyle because he can live quite happily as a human on land and Alberto is very adventurous and wants to do things and try things and Luca mm. is just infatuated with this and we know that he is very much acting against the, the the wishes of his parents. Yes. And they start to wonder where is he gone and then his parents come up on land and they meet a, a young girl who wants to win a bike race mm-hmm. and there's a, a villain in the... In Which the... I did not like. I the liked villain. him. I did oh. like him. You did like him? Yeah. And then, yeah, the, 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 the act three of this is just a bike race. Yeah. And, and there is the constant threat of them being like the townspeople know of these sea creatures to be like a... Uh, they don't know that they exist for yeah. sure, but they are scared of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, they, and I think it's established that some of them have hunted and... Well, they haven't caught any because they would turn into humans and they go, oh, I've caught yeah. a human. Yeah. But they've definitely tried to catch some, I think, in the past. And, uh, so then we get the idea. Well, then there's the constant threat of being discovered. Yes, yeah, that's is right. the other is the other issue. Which which is my so my biggest I suppose gripe 
is one that made me angry at myself because it's normally, you know, me always going suspend your disbelief. But they are just hoping that it doesn't rain. <laughs> now, now I, I know, again, this is a movie. It's a kid's movie. And that's just suspension of disbelief. And I'm usually all for promoting suspension of disbelief so that the film can work. But... I did think it was odd. How how is it they've been on land? It's established they've been on land, you know, back and forth for a while that they haven't been there, and it's rained, and someone's discovered them. I don't understand. But it, it, it does it rain is. during the bike race. It does, but that's for... it. Also rains when they're sleeping overnight. One night. Yeah, no, right. that, that is true. That is true. But then uh, it's just I don't know. I that I know it's set in in a very sunny <laughs> Italy um, <coughs> idyllic location. But I, I did, I don't, I don't know, maybe because I was enjoying it, I thought, you guys, like, it's going to rain, you stupid people. Wow. <laughs> anyway. All the things to be worried about. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, I just, I didn't want them to, I, I, I thought it would have been lazy if they forgot that it would rain and then that's how they got <laughs> discovered. I mean, they don't forget that it rains, they get caught out, but it was, it's a monumental risk. <laughs> I don't. They're kids. They don't. They don't know much about risk. <laughs> no, of course. I really didn't have that sort of gripe with it. Uh, if I was going to make a, make a criticism, I, I, I just I'd probably say that I'm not used to a, a Pixar film that doesn't dig deeper than this. Mm. But on the whole, like this is a, just a really nice film. Just yeah. a really nice, solid film that you can't. I, I fail to sort of like poke holes in it. A little bit, yeah. No, look. Despite my my very um, what's the word cynical rain comment, mm-hmm. it it is actually like you say. It's it's pretty. <laughs> it's waterproof. Oh, um, yes. It's it's you know it is. You watch it. It's a it's a nice concise ninety minutes. Yeah, and it's not really trying to outsmart you or do any. It's just it's just telling its story. Well, one thing I've just realised now, thinking about it, because Pixar is usually quite good at it. Is that there's not a lot of humor in there for adults? Yeah, that's a, that's what. It, yeah, yeah. Because you know, quite often you get those jokes in the Toy Stories and stuff. Where you go, ah. <laughs> if you know contextually what they're saying there, that's a, that's quite rude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But in this, it's it's all very straightforward. There is a great scene where the mum is trying to discover who the you know because she doesn't know what her son looks like when he's in human form. So which, which I forgot, of, and I'll, I'll let you get to your point. I just want to point out, I didn't realize. That obviously she wouldn't know what he yeah. looks like. Yeah. I was initially a little confused. <laughs> but anyway, please continue. When they have a little soccer game in the square and she's trying to work out who her kid is by splashing water on them <laughs> and then just beats the ever-living crap <laughs> with the soccer ball, all these kids, and just dumping them in this fountain. Oh. That was the funniest scene for me. It was so good. That was so good. That was that was hilarious. But again, I was confused. Like, why is she beating up all the? Oh wait, she's trying to get water on them. Okay, I get it now. But initially, I thought, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. I mean, I thought uh, any bit with the um, the one armed father was just adorable. Yeah, I liked his character. Um, I also thought it was like it, it was a little bit weird that um, like he didn't lose his arm in anything. It was it was more the fact that he was just he was born with one arm. Yeah, but maybe that was the point. I think so as well. Like, you just sort of accept people for their own differences no matter what. Oh, wait, that does feed into his decision later on, doesn't it? Yeah. No, that, yeah, okay. I guess, again, it sort of feeds into the fact I'm surprised that we, we didn't get some exploration of, you know, the human psyche or, you know, this is how people find their drive and motivation or this is how the mind works. Oh, like when they're learning about the human. Well, it's more, more referencing, like, in... in uh, Inside Out and and Soul oh. and you know that that sort of thing. 
I don't think it's trying to be that kind of movie. No, it's not. And, and again, the director is literally trying to make a movie that just is a love letter to his youth when nothing mattered other than just trying to have a good time with your mate. Because you know, a lot of it is about child wonder, isn't it? It, because, it is. Because Luca has these, I guess, these uh, manifestations of... Uh, these weird dreams. Weird dreams that we see, <laughs> which are beautiful. Mm. Like the animation, like yeah. that water sometimes looks legitimately real. Pixar yeah. did a short movie a few years ago. I forget which Pixar. Actually, I think it was... It must have been Finding Dory. Anyway, they did a short film and it was the, I believe it was the, the hermit crab or something trying to find a shell mm-hmm. on a beach. And I remember watching that thinking that water looks incredible. Yeah. Mm. But then I hadn't seen Pixar do it since until this movie came out. I thought, yeah, again, like, that water is just, sometimes I just get distracted looking at the water, it, the way it's lapping up on the beaches. It looks incredible for an animation. Does that make the, the faces of the characters just a little bit off-putting maybe? I did think they went too far. With the cartoony, they're a little too cartoonish. I was okay with it. I thought, I mean, not that you know, Pixar have ever done realistic-looking humans, but I did think, considering how realistic the environments look, yeah, and the environments, we said the same thing when we watched Soul about New York in that movie, how Mm. just how good it looks. I would have. I, I do think there were. Uh, it, it's hard because they're children as well, so they're not going to have the same definition as as an adult face. Um, but I, yeah, I thought maybe too far in the cartoony mm-hmm, direction. Mm-hmm. But that's just a personal preference. I I didn't accept it as much as I did in in Soul. Yeah, Soul for me was a lot more cohesive. It didn't feel like Uncanny Valley. This one was like, okay, we've got like the torso of a young boy here, but they've put a cartoon face on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that, yeah. And we've uh, got like, like a one-to-one representation of a, of a Vespa there with beautiful detailing yeah. and An incredibly HDR realistic and, looking yeah, Vespa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't bothered by that at okay. all. Okay. This, this is a film for kids, what, three plus? Yeah. Because it's a very visual film. It is. And it, and it is stunning. It looks really good. Yeah. And, and you know... Like you said before, there are no surprises in this. Maybe as an adult audience, well, that's what we were tr- maybe looking for. We've got to remember it's a kid's film. Yeah. And, and it completely succeeds as a kid's film. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, they have a thing where the friends fall out and all of that. And, and I guess that's the thing is that there are literally no surprises yeah, in this. That's that's right. I, this is one of those movies I'd actually like to watch in Italian as well. Okay. I don't know why. It just it feels like that would be... Fitting for this sort of thing. It's well, definitely could- the closest to a foreign film that Pixar... And I mean it's in a positive way, but it's the closest Pixar I've ever come to making some kind of foreign movie. What about, oh, what about Coco? What oh, about sorry, you know what? I haven't seen Coco. I apologise. I, oh, yes, I haven't okay. seen it. What about Brave? I couldn't understand the thing. That I, I, have, I thought Brave was a DreamWorks movie and I have not seen it. <laughs> no, that's Pixar. Is that Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. If okay. you get a chance to watch Coco... Yeah. You'll boil your eyes up. Oh, oh, good. Oh, great. <laughs> I also haven't seen... Um, Inside Out yet either. You need to. Yeah, I know. My mum's been trying to get me to watch Inside Out because she says it's apparently incredibly good. And and I'm an idiot and ignore that and watch Skyfall again. So I should probably expand my horizons. All I can say is bing bong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. Maybe I'll I'll have a Pixar double billing and I'll watch um, Coco and Inside Out together. That could be, you know, a lot of tissues will be needed. There'll be a lot mm. of tears by the sounds of it, but that could be fun. Anyway, back to this movie. Um, did anyone want more of the deep sea uncle? Uh, <laughs> you get a bit of extra of the deep sea uncle in the credits. After the credits. I didn't stay for the credits. I oh, That dear. was enough Sasha Baron Cohen for me, I think. Oh, was that him? Was, was it Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. All right. I did find it hilarious when you met him. He's like, because he's from the deep sea and he comes up to like normal atmosphere sea levels. 
and he needs to be he's see through and needs to be punched in the heart to like be woken up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. Like, you just open your mouth and the food it just goes in. Cock it, dead whale carcass. Just, yeah. just floats in. I, I like his character. I mean, I, I'm not saying that the movie should have taken a turn and become more about him, but I just, I would have liked to have seen him pop up at some other point. But apparently he did, and I missed it. It's like, it's, I, I found it quite funny that the parents were, you know, Luca's just like, I want to explore things. They're like, military school. <laughs> <laughs> That's know, the equivalent we, of sending him to his uncles. Yeah. yeah. It's time for discipline. Uh, they do, they do, but they, I mean, they're afraid. I mean, they they know that humans are actively hunting them, and they don't want anything to happen to their child. Yeah, because they see boats on the surface and they freak out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So is it just basic normal practice now to hire Maya Rudolph to do every motherly voice in every animated film? I don't know who that is. She she does the voice of the mum in this film, and then she's the voice of the mum in Big Hero Six as well. Right. Is Maya Rudolph the 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 main bride in Bridesmaids? Yes, she's the one that evacuates herself in the street. Indeed, yes. <laughs> it's probably the kindest yeah. way of putting it. Yes, yeah, she, 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 <laughs> okay. she certainly does. I have no qualms whatsoever with that. She's got a very motherly voice. I'll, oh yeah, I'll give her that. Yeah, yeah. I have no opinion. Mm. Very good. Well, which I want to say is probably my main. I was a little bit hesitant about doing this film for the podcast because i was like this is just a nice film i was i i was excited about i feel like we're getting into rating territory here yeah um, if, if 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 i'm if we if that's not jumping the gun because i because i i do feel like what i have left to say will sum up my opinion okay. on this movie well let's do that then vespers Absolutely. i think it just makes sense make it out of five vespers what what would yeah. you do uh, well, Matthew, because you seem so excited to provide a summary, <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to. I, I think because I'm I'm eager to to make it clear that this is an exceptionally good movie, and I, and I think it's great. I just think, um, as Steve was alluding to already, when it, I was excited to do this movie for the podcast before I'd seen it, and much like you, Steve, once I'd seen, it, I thought, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just this movie knows what it wants to achieve. It succeeds in pretty much all of it, but I found it to still be when you rate it against other coming-of-age movies and other movies about, you know, like, you know, Stand By Me is a classic example. Mm. It's like, it didn't do anything new. It was a it was a pleasant experience. It looks amazing. I probably would watch it again if someone wanted to watch it with me. I like, have no issue with it. I, it. It just didn't push any boundaries. For a Pixar movie, I thought the mechanic was almost an afterthought as, as a heavy-handed visual metaphor. It's a kids' movie, and I know I'm talking in met- in metaphors, but that's fine. So it's good, but I expected more from a Pixar film. Mm. But having said that, the trailer does depict what you get very accurately. So I'm yeah. of two minds. It's like, well, I know what I was going to get, and I did get what <laughs> I did get that. But when you put a Pixar badge on something, you you do expect a bit more. So I don't, I don't think I want to let that impact my score. I'm just going to rate it as a self-contained movie as opposed to one of 25-plus mm. Pixar films. I feel like that's fair. I'm going to give this a... I'm going to give it a... I'm just going to give it a four. Yeah. Mm. That's more than I was expecting. Yeah, wow. well, it just... It's, it's pleasant to watch. Yeah. If, if, I was, if I was sick and I was like, you know, off, off from work and I was homesick, I think this would be a good movie to watch. Because it's okay. just—it's easy. It looks nice, and it doesn't expect that much of you as an audience member. That's—that's—I mean that in a really positive way. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> I think this film has a better second act than a first or third. Mm. 
The second act, I think, is where we get a lot of the you know, the engaging stuff. And like you say, you know, the trailer gave, you know, we got kind of what the trailer told us we were going to get. There wasn't <laughs> anything surprising or confusing or conflicting in there. Um, you know, the dad character, the, uh, sorry, the, uh, the girl's dad, the one-armed chef guy, he was a great character, loved him. Maybe he needed to be more menacing, more of a threat. Like, mm. uh, I don't know. I like the relationship between him and Alberto. That was quite cool. When they have their conflict, that was great as well. The whole race at the end, yeah, I think it all just became a bit predictable mm-hmm. about what was going to happen. Uh, I did like the little surprise about the little old ladies. <laughs> yeah, that was in good. there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but again, uh, how have they been so good at avoiding rain? <laughs> Anyway. Like a little babushka, little they got the little are. cover things. Oh, that's on. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you know, for me, uh, I don't know that it's got the rewatchability for me, and I don't know that I'd watch it on a day off if I had other options. Again, <laughs> I mean, Lord of the Rings does exist, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so three and a half. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, three and a half as well. I'm gonna. It's unimpressive in the most positive way possible. <laughs> oh, I know because I know what you mean. That's, yeah, okay. It is not a bad film, but once you get to a point you go, I know what's going to happen. Yep. I did expect more as soon as you bring up the Pixar logo logo in the trailer. You go, okay. Prepare prepare your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you know it, it does it does end on a really sort of like lovely, also sort of almost tragic note as well. Yeah, like I said, there's not a lot to say about it. You just sort of sit there, you get your 90 minutes and you go, huh, that was that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> if I'm ever horrendously hungover on a Sunday morning, I might put it on just in the background just to sleep by. But, you know, that's, that's, that's probably about it. I think if you wanted Pixar and you wanted better Pixar, there's a mm. lot more out there. I do think this movie would go well with two peels of ibuprofen after a big night. Indeed, yeah. indeed, yep. yeah. And a coffee, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, <laughs> kids' movie. <laughs> a, nice, a nice Sunday morning cartoon for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, so it, it'd be a three and a half for me as well. Okay. It's a solid 11 out of 15 for Luca, which you can find on Disney Plus. Streaming right now. Mm. But not in the cinema. No. For a marquee... Uh, Pixar release. It's it's an odd choice. Yeah. yeah. What's coming up next to Pixar? Do we know? Uh, oh, uh, there is one. Oh, they're, they're already touting another one, aren't they? There's another original film, and then there's the Buzz Lightyear film. Are they going to Buzz Lightyear film? Yeah. How? Oh wait, but is it going to be? Is it going to be Toy Story three or Toy Story four? Because that it's going to be a Buzz Lightyear film. Mm. That could be good. Yeah, that could be good. We've been the Trailer Island podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure if you enjoy the podcast to give us a five-star rating and tell your friends and share them. Share with them that this share, podcast... Share your friends? Share, yeah, share your friends with us. <laughs> yeah. Let them know that we exist. Let us know that they exist so they can subscribe to it. That's Yeah, that's how that works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Very important. Apple, Spotify, Google. Yeah. It's a funky tune. <laughs> um, yeah, lovely. Uh, I've been Alex and I was joined by Matt Matthew Esteban. Yeah, I couldn't think of any Italian way to say Matthew. Matteo. Yeah, I could have done that, couldn't I? Oh, Matteo. Well. Missed opportunity. And Esteban was your option? Yeah, that's uh, that's where Stephen comes from. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a bit of language lesson. That's good. And I was. 
Alexo. Alexa. Yeah, Alexo. Red Trial Island Podcast. Good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Splash. <laughs> this is a Narrative Network podcast.